Hey, we're alive, we're live. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Pill Podcast where Black Creators are faced with a dose of reality. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am your host, OBJ, and we're joining by a special guest here tonight. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Miracle. Um, I'm in hospitality management, and I'm a ball player. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. And we're also joined by my co-host. Co-host, introduce yourself. All right, so this episode of the Blackpool Podcast is uh, female athletes and competition. But, you know, before we get into that, make sure, you know, it's on the screen, but just to prompt it up, you know, follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at the Blackpool Podcast. And also follow us, subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Blackpool Society. Um, usually we start off the segment by seeing how we're doing mentally, you know, or spiritually or whatever, like how our week has been. So... Just to start off this week's check-in. So, Miracle, how has your week been? Um, my week has been pretty productive, okay. actually. Um, very long, but very productive. Um, I'm using my energy more so these days to contribute to optimistic things and better things. So, okay, that's yes. dope. That's dope. Uh, Kiara, how's your how's your week been? Mine's been also very productive, but very, very busy, little chaotic, been just like running around so much. I started a new job on Valentine's Day, actually. Hey, so dope, dope, dope. It's cool. It's just been real busy. However, I found out that I'm off for president, so I'm not happy about that. But um, yeah, it's been good. It's been okay. a good productive, a good busy. Okay, for me, um, my week has been pretty productive too. Um, I've just been working on some designs because uh, I'm trying to open up, you know, a clothing line. So, um, and I have other things in work for the podcast, which I will announce next week. So stay tuned for a lot of new things that I'm going to implement with the podcast as far as like, you know, Patreon exclusive. So make sure you sign up to our Patreon um, and I'll, I'll announce the news for that for next week, as far as like the things that we're going to um, dive in into like that. Um, but to get this going, um, this segment, I like to call what's trending black this week. So we like to get into a little things about what trends, like, you know, for the black culture, you know, celebrity wise, things like that, what's going on in, you know, black cultures, essentially things like that. So we're going to dive in right into it. Black pill entertainment. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the first thing I want to put up is Rihanna's pregnant and album coming mm -hmm. this year. Uh, what's your thoughts about it? As far as like um, she was performing in the halftime during uh, the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl or not, whatever. Yeah. But um, she performed in the halftime. People saw that she was pregnant. And then she also later um, just announced that she wants to drop her album later this year. So what's your what's your quick thoughts about that? Um, I think um, anybody, including myself, that mm -hmm. likes Rihanna, um, definitely looking forward to that album. Okay. People were expecting it a lot sooner. 
Yeah. You know, um, people have this expectation of celebrities. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's absolutely amazing that she's like, you know, she had another baby. That was yeah. so cool. I like how she announced it. Yeah. You know, I think it's dope. So. Yeah. I think it was like a, a big surprise for everybody. It was just like, it was like is she pregnant? And it's like, yeah, 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 she is pregnant and stuff. So it Ooh, was watching. Yeah. <laughs> and it was cool because like she did it like in the halftime performance. So she's performing live. She's pregnant. She got all these people dancing. It was funny because people was making a joke about the dancers as far as like the white clothing. Like it was saying like the sperm joke type of thing. Mm. <laughs> but other than that, like I think it was dope. And then also to announce that she said like, no, she wants to really make it happen as far as like dropping that album and things like that. So I'm really anticipating for it. Um, I'm hoping she really drops it this year. And just to see what kind of like entails about the album, things like that. The other thing that, um, you know, because we're not going to waste too much time on this segment. But the other thing was the I Am Legend. There's going to be a sequel. And Michael B. Jordan is also going to be a part of that as far as, I think, working with Will Smith and things like that to make the sequel. Have you heard about it? And are you looking forward to the sequel? I've heard about it. Um, I think I watched I Am Legend like maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think some movies need to have a second Mm. thing nowadays when like they separate mm. like when there's a different time period in the movies like yeah. it kind of like messes it up like i think they made even a house party yeah i'm like but why like, mm. so i am legend it may be good because michael b jordan is yeah he's a great actor <laughs> it was impossible he was like are you fantasizing about michael b jordan he he looks okay like oh, okay, okay. I, i've seen yeah i have a different choice but he's he's good oh, okay, he's okay, good okay. he's a great actor yeah so yeah. and will smith I root for Will Smith, you know, yeah. so. Okay. And uh, Kiara, I know, uh, what's your thoughts? Quick thoughts about the Rihanna being pregnant part and album dropping. And also thoughts about the I Am Legend sequel. Well, to be honest, guys, no judgment, but I didn't know about either one. Well, I knew about her pregnancy, but I did not know that she was trying to, that she was planning on dropping the album this year. Yeah. So kudos, I know that, you know, a lot of people have been waiting for her to drop some music, so I know they are happy. Um, and yeah, I agree with you, Miracle. Some things don't need to be rebooted. However, um, the fact that they are rebooting this tells me that they are doing some shit. They are out there doing some shit, and we better be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like... Um... <laughs> My, my initial thoughts was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, Michael B. Jordan is going to be a part of this and like, you know, working with Will Smith because he he does good with acting things like that. He's he's getting more of his name known and stuff like that. So um, and also with him being um, the other movie that's about to come out, Creed 3, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, I want to look forward to seeing that as well. Um, so I just want to see the kind of direction he's going as far as directing and acting, you know, things like that. So but um, I'm not going to count it out so quickly. But I'm just going to keep my eyes peeled to see, okay, what kind of direction are they going to go with, like, making this, like, a good thing, a hit or not? You know what I'm saying? Because Iron Man itself was already a good movie in itself. Um, I enjoyed it during the time that it had. And I think some pieces are just good for what it is, like, just leave it alone type of thing. But if they can make a good sequel out of it, I'm not going to knock it out the park. But, you know, that's my that's my initial thoughts about it. All right. So to get into the topic... So what comes to mind when you think about female athletes and competition? Just a brief, like, few words, a sentence, a phrase that comes to mind when you thought about this topic. Um, when I think about the female athletes, I yeah. think about Lisa Leslie, mm, Diana okay. Taurasi. Um, She's a good one. Um, honestly, mm. growing up, I always watched the NBA. So mm. um, 
Female athletes. Uh, also, female, actually, Serena Williams and Venus. You can't mm-hmm. think of athletes without those two also, at yeah, all. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm probably missing some greats. Um, Skylar Diggins. Oh, okay. Um, there was mm-hmm. a girl that played for um, UNC, and she got her number retired. I don't know if she went to the WNBA, but this had to be when I was in high school, so probably 2007, uh, I think I know the name you're talking about. Um, uh, I think her first name was maybe Candace. I could be wrong. Yeah. Candace Parker? No. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. It can't be, no, no. I, no. I know you're talking about. Was, she's like oh, this white girl or something you're talking no, about? No, she was black. She's black? Yeah, she got her number retired. But I think of female athletes... Yeah, I think of those people. I think of the division. Okay. I've known that. I guess I've kind of subconsciously known that since I was a kid. Yeah. I never wanted to go to WNBA. I always wanted to play international. Mm, okay, yeah. okay. All right, uh, Kiara, what's your quick thoughts about when you thought about this topic? Um, I mean, I don't mean to be negative, but I think about how much they're undervalued and underpaid. Okay. And it's like, because to be honest, female athletes, and I could be biased because I am one, but they're they're tough, you know. Yeah. Like there's some female athletes that can go toe for toe with men, but one they get less views, they get less supporters at their games. I mean, you know, all around they get paid less. Like they're just undervalued, and a lot of female athletes are actually like really tough, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, when I thought about this topic, um, you know, it's yeah. Um, the camera went out, but was so when I thought about this topic was, um, I was thinking about like just more of the controversy that was surrounding it. Um, I was thinking about how, you know, there's other sectors that's happening, not just with like female competitors, but other things as far as like trans people and stuff. So. That's what I was thinking as far as the direction I was going with as far as um, this whole topic and things like that. It's just like, yeah, y'all have like your own competition with yourselves, but then a lot of things has been changing over like the modern times and stuff like that. So I think that that was one thing that I kind of kept in mind and stuff like that. Um, let me just wait for the camera to come back on, but it'll, it'll still hear us. So, you know, um, I'm going to still put up the next question. So um, no, 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 it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, just, just wait for it to come on. Um, what are your top three sports you enjoy watching and playing? There's one sport I like watching, but I I wouldn't enjoy playing it. But I would mm. like to mention it: okay. soccer. Soccer. Okay. Soccer is always in top ten on ESPN. They have one yeah. of the great the. Yeah. Some of their playbacks are insane. Yeah. But I like watching, of course, basketball. Mm-hmm. I love playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, been playing since I was six. Football. Yeah. I like to play it and um. Volleyball is fun, but I wouldn't enjoy watching it. Yeah. Okay. So soccer, volleyball, and what was the other one? Actually, actually, I'm going to trade out baseball. <laughs> you going to trade out? I'm going to trade out. Okay. Baseball is way better than... Baseball is America's favorite pastime. It's the yeah. truth. Um, yeah. I've been to baseball games, and they're not as boring as it seems on TV. Mm. Okay. Okay. And what about, what about you, Kiara? What are your top three sports that you enjoy watching and playing? Um, it's gonna don't be mad at me, guys. It's gonna sound so weird, but I actually do not really like to watch basketball. Like I don't know what it is. I cannot my attention span. I don't. I can't sit through a full game. Like my boyfriend took me to a basketball game. I fell asleep by first quarter. I also got drunk, so in my defense, I did you know have a few drinks. 
But I don't know what it is. I just cannot watch basketball. However, I love to play basketball. So it's like weird. Like I, I play bat, basketball and volleyball. Miracle, you don't know this about me, but I play volleyball and basketball. I love volleyball. That's like my passion. Like I could eat, sleep, breathe volleyball. However, I'm actually better in basketball because I've been playing like all my life. Right. I started that younger Same. and I've been playing. However, I don't know what it is. I just, I don't like to watch basketball. But um, so I guess I would have to do my three would be I do love watching soccer and I would play soccer. Okay. Um, I love watching volleyball and I play volleyball. And I like watching um, I like watching tennis sometimes. And okay. gymnastics, I would say gymnastics. I like watching. Okay, I think for me, um, basketball is definitely number one for me. Uh, football because I used to play football. I used to be in a football team. And the third one would be, uh, um, damn, I would say, I would say soccer. I was going to go with baseball, but like all them innings and like, it's nine. Yeah. But it's like, it's still, it's back and forth though. It's like one team's inning, another team's inning. And then just to going through that pacing is just like, I'd rather do something that would just keep me actively, like just running and things like that, instead of like waiting for your turn to pitch or you're on the, on the other mm-hmm. end where it's just like. That's not know. how baseball works, though. You always got to be on your toes because if yeah. if, they're, if 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 your teammate is up, up to bat, you got to yeah. prepare to run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, so, no, I know that. But I'm saying like, as far as like what will, like when I'm thinking about basketball, football and soccer, I'm right. thinking something that's like, I'm very active. I'm okay. on the go yeah. type of thing. So I like those type of sports. Contact sports. Yeah. Like those type of things right. rather than like, no, I get it with the, you know, you have to be on your P's and Q's and stuff with baseball, but I'm just thinking something that will like just exude my physical capabilities, you know, more than baseball, but it's another thing, stuff like that. So um, I think those three will be my, 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 my sports and stuff like that. All right. So the next thing I want to, um, if you had to pick another sport in which you could only gain great skills in, uh, which sport would you pick? You could automatically have all the skills of it. Um, just, just a snap of a finger. When you say you said another sport, yeah, yeah. just to pick another pick sport. Sport we play. Yeah. All right. So you go first, Kiara. Soccer for me, I would say soccer. Yeah. Um, because I don't really play soccer. Like I played one time in a intramural league. Yeah. Um, so I don't really play soccer. However, it is so fascinating, and it's like the major, most major sport in you know all the foreign countries, really. But not only that, like it really is interesting to watch. And um, the U.S. girls team, I feel like they are one of the very few women teams that put on for women's sports. Mm. Like that really made people start getting into women's sports and watching, like want to watch women play this sport. Was the girls soccer team, and they ended up winning <laughs> that one year. I don't know what year, but. Yeah, I went to like a little parade that they was doing. I, I was at work one day and they was doing a parade down by Wall Street. Yeah. And I just went and it was like, you know, a lot of people supporting and sharing for the women and stuff. It was dope. All right, all right. And what about you, Mirko? If you had to pick one sport? Um, I think I'm a little biased because mm-hmm. um hidden fact I lived in another country when I was a kid and yeah. they play in the UK they play soccer. Mm-hmm. So um I didn't like it ever because mm. I'm like getting kicked and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but 
um, when I went to college, the girl that was on my team, she was a soccer player, and that's who my competition in our mm. up and downs were. Yeah. I, like my coach was like, you have to beat the soccer player. Yeah, yeah. Footwork is extraordinary, so it's just yeah. like I would want that skill. Like that will bring some other sports, bring other skills to other sports. If yeah. that makes sense. So. Yeah, like you can oh, utilize for sure. it for mm-hmm. other things and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm gonna kind of tag along with that. That's what like soccer is also for me because of like just the physicality, just the like, just the different things, even the tricks, like all the stuff. Like you have to be like, like have like like a quick awareness you know especially when you want to pass to the person when you want to decide to like score the goal or anything like that so i think like just all of that and just having to have the teamwork or just doing something as the leader or if i was to put myself as a leader you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. then like i would love to like get that skill up because so, i already played football i was in the football team so i already got skills from that i played basketball here and there with my bros and stuff like that so i already got skills from that but to pick up another skill it'll definitely be soccer you know mm-hmm. um Next question is, what are some challenges or issues you face when competing against other female athletes? Challenges? Yeah. Any challenges or issues? Like when you come um, in, you just like, you, you see that there's maybe some combativeness or there's like some like um, jealousy going on or any kind of issues when you usually face, I guess, well, unless, you know, with your experience facing other female athletes. I've never seen um, facing another athlete as a challenge for me. Oh, okay. Honestly, especially females being that I grew up playing basketball, learning from guys. Mm, Um, So females, like, I mean, I've never even been tech. I've never been teched ever in my life. So I've Mm. never had an issue with like another player or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Because I love basketball. So I don't forget the fun part of it. So Mm. I guess... I don't think I don't know. I'm not saying like I'm the best person in the world. I, <laughs> you can talk about it. You I feel just, that way. No, like that's how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel. Like I don't feel like there's challenges. Like you know why we came here. You seen the material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen your material. Yeah, and this yeah. is what we're gonna do. Let's make okay. the best woman win in this in this game with my teammates and yeah, your yeah. teammates. And that's just what it is. And if we lose, yeah. still like have fun. Like yeah. I, I got. I got fouled out my first college game. I had a double-double. I thought, you know, people would see, like, taller females as me because I'm short as the challenge. But I had 12 rebounds in my first college game and 10 points. I'm the shortest person on my team. How I get 12 rebounds? Um, With sneakers and basketball (laughs) shoes. I'm probably, like, a good, like, five. Five, it depends. Um, Five, six. But... The girls I was guarding were like five nine, five ten, but it wasn't nothing that I wasn't. It wasn't a surprise to me, you know, because I played basketball all year round, like yeah. um, AU, summer league, preseason season, yeah. all year round. Like so, it's just like you you don't see competition when you are always like in the midst of actual competition. I feel mm. like. And I'm so, sorry for like the technical issues. I know the camera keeps cutting off, but you know, I have another camera angle. So, you know, we're still capturing all the moments and stuff like <laughs> that. So you can still hear us. So bear with us and things like that. All right. But Kiara, what's, what was some issues or challenges you think that you faced with competing with other female athletes? I mean, to be honest, I agree. Like, I don't feel like we look at it as challenges or like problems. Like it, I feel like it's the same as like how guys playing with other guys. Like mm-hmm. it's not like we look at all like, Yes, oh females gosh. and men are different, but I don't know. We don't be, oh, 
we're so catty or jealousy. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even know this girl. What am I jealous of her for? Like, we just here to play, you know? Like, I'm going to bring my skill set. You're going to bring your skill set. Like, maybe that's yeah. I mean, I feel like I definitely have had problems with girls on the court, for sure. But I feel like that's just the name of the game. Like, just, it's nothing other than just we got problems over ball. Like, maybe you did a dirty move on him. Like, but, you know, like, it's nothing more than that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like no super. Um, I mean, I guess the only thing that I would realize, like, me being a post player, I'm tall, and I would play against a lot of, like, bigger girls, and I was, like, I definitely be pushed around a lot. However, I was, because I was also tall and, like, skinny and slender, I was very fast. So, it's like, that was kind of one issue, I guess, I would run into, but then it kind of wasn't an issue, because where they would, where I would lack in weight, I would make up for in like speed. And where they would lack in speed, they make up for in weight. Mm-hmm. But it's two two good things to have, you know? Mm-hmm. Have some weight Agreed. on you or have some speed on you. Agreed. Good thing. So, so I don't know. I, didn't, I don't look at it as no problems with girls, like, or n- nothing other than just basketball stuff, the same that y'all go through when you're playing with a group of guys. Okay, okay. Um, so it's pretty much the same question, uh, but like now with male, um, athletes, do you, like, cause now you said that, you know, you've been around male athletes and things like that and you compete with, with them. So what are the common like challenges or issues that you face? And it don't have to be like sports or it could be like, you know, they don't think like there may be some stereotypes or biases that they have against you cause you're a female and they're like, Oh, like, Oh, she's a female type of thing. So what challenges kind of <laughs> circumference with that, with, with playing with male athletes? Um, so honestly, like, because like in my hometown, a yeah. lot of people I grew up with, we play ball together. Mm-hmm. So there be people telling people like when there be new people that come around to play ball and they're like, you know, oh, she's a girl. She can't be me. People yeah. let her, let them know, like, you know, she's good. Like, <laughs> don't sleep. Yeah. But the biggest challenge is always just like, it's not even a challenge. It's more so just like. As an opinion to me and it's mm. nothing more than that when a guy just feels like oh basically it's the it's a sexist comment to like basically you're being sexist without saying it by yeah. saying I can't be you because I'm a female so I'm incapable of busting your ass is basically <laughs> what you're saying and yeah. I've proved my point many many times like yeah. my friends know like I'm I'm not a person of many words when it comes to basketball I know what I can do yeah. and that's that mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. And what what about you, Kira? What are some challenges or issues you face when competing against male athletes? Um, to be honest, I feel like I don't face any challenges with them no more. I would say that was more back in the day, like junior high, high school, playing with guys and where they were still immature and mm-hmm. like wouldn't pass the ball to girls. Like, you know, I, I don't know if you dealt with that miracle, but I feel like in those days, you had a little bit more of like, like I would not want to go to a gym being the only girl and playing with guys. Like that would scare me and, and uh-huh. more so because I felt like they wouldn't give me a shout or pass the ball or look. However, oh as I get older, the guys, they're like way more inclusive, way more. I guess because at this age, if we older girls and we still hooping, they know that maybe we got some skill or something right. to be hooping at this older age. So. I don't know what it is. Oh, maybe they just grew up and they mature and want to share now. But like nowadays, they actually look for you to be on their team. You know, like nowadays, like you will get picked even as a girl. You could even be the only girl on the team, and they still like looking for you 
I be playing with guys sometimes, like they be looking to get me open, like like it's way different now, like they so I don't know, I don't see no challenges. To be honest, playing with God, I love it because it just makes you better. I, I owe all of my like basketball skill. I for sure owe it to my twin because she also played ball, so we played a lot together. But I do also owe it to like playing like pickup open gyms with men. Um the boys. I want to piggyback off of that. Really oh, no, go quick. ahead, go ahead. You can actually, you can ask questions. Um, because she made the comment about like basically a little hesitant to play with the guys growing up. Yeah, I always took a thrill in that because like the people, I come from a small town, so. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that I played with, like we all went to like either elementary, middle school, high school all together, Mm -hmm. but we played in summer league and summer league was primarily just all boys since I was, I've been playing basketball since I was six. And, Mm -hmm. um, I started playing in like summer league when I was like 10. So imagine every summer you're getting put on a team with somebody that you've either played against or you've been on the team with. So it's like, I think I earned my respect in that way because Mm. it was never a thing of, Oh, we got miracle. We're going to lose. Like, (laughs) like, no, like, I mean, I remember like you, where I'm from, you can't play, you can't participate in any organized sport until you're in eight in third grade. Mm, Um, Okay. But like I said, I was six when yeah. I started learning. So it was the year before. And so. like, where did you pick up more of your skills from? Like, as far as like learning the game of basketballs and things like that? <laughs> um, well, the main reason why I started playing basketball was because I watched Allen Iverson. That was Ooh, like, okay. that's my favorite person. I, I, when, I know nobody. Don't leave me hanging. Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I. I love him. So I I I watch him a lot. That's the reason yeah, why yeah. I started playing. And I just um I'm a visual learner, so I Me just too. used to I was never um the kid that was stubborn to want to learn any skill sets. Like I took on the challenge of everything. Um I didn't know until I didn't know which hand to shoot with until I was like in um like until I was like 14 mm-hmm. because I was I'm ambidextrous so I used to shoot cross hand mm-hmm. and my coach was like you got to pick a hand to shoot with yeah, yeah so whatever hand you choose to shoot with my right hand oh, okay um, but my left is crazy so I use that as like you know a little secret gem yeah, yeah. in case somebody want right. to they try to push you to the <laughs> other side of the court now I got something else for you yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah. even know so oh, um damn. yeah just watching just watching 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 being a part of as many programs as I could. Yeah. Like being um opening my mind to more competition. Because yeah. when uh, my last two years of high school I actually played up in Syracuse where it's way more competitive where I'm from. Mm. That's where they get those real like college if you went to um college when I did for junior college, Mohawk Valley was the most and Herkimer, those are two teams you didn't want to play. Mm. They had all the good players. So, like, those are the people I would play against in yeah. that area. So, yeah, that's where I picked up my skill set. Oh, that's dope. That's really dope. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to ask this. What about you, Jay? Um, you know, uh, you know, um, <laughs> I have my competition. Probably egos, male egos. Nah, okay, so I, I'll say this. Obviously, there's definitely a lot of ego that happens with male athletes. Um... You know, that's because when I challenge people, I'm very like a humble 
you know, you know, like I don't say much. I let my, 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 my action do the talking. I will talk trash here and there, you know, depending on the heat of the moment or the competition, things like that, you know, cause sometimes, you know, it kind of builds up that ego for somebody to like bring up that, that skill set or just that competitive nature in them and things like that. So sometimes I'll use it to my advantage at times, you know, depending on who I'm challenging, you know, if they're really skilled or anything like that. But like with my skill set, like I'm more of like a slasher. So people like comparably, you know, compare me to like, LeBron or something like more of like slasher, dunker, you know, things like that. LeBron. And, yeah, stop, you know, stop, stop, stop. LeBron James. Yeah, oh my gosh. They they was <laughs> they was teasing me from doing that so many times and stuff like that. But like um I was really athletic. That was something that I was athletic since like the, my first dunk, I remember it was like at sixth grade. You know, so I was just people surprised. Oh my gosh, this dude could dunk and like sixth grade, da, 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 whatever. Because I was the only dunker in like in my elementary. You had the girls for yeah. So like I was just like people was jealous. People <laughs> like, <laughs> and it is like oh, because like I remember because I was talking to my best friend. Um, shout out to my best friend Chance. You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, yo, where'd you go out of nowhere? And he was jealous and stuff because he was still at his height. And like he just saw me like just elevating from like um, elementary to middle school, and then I started to do like a little bit more flexibility with my dunks and everything like that so that kind of propelled me and then um you know just working on my dribbles i used to play like every day like i'm talking about like in the snow and the rain and then i matter that's how much i love the sport of basketball um mm -hmm. especially playing with my brothers so we kind of like be going back and forth with each other and things like that and um you know trying to keep score and like, we kind of lost score it's just like mm -hmm. you know i was like nah i'm up this and are you up with this or whatever by a certain amount of wins and loss or whatever um but i will say that my brother is very more competitive than i am uh, one of my favorite players growing up was Kobe Bryant. Um, rest in peace to Kobe, you Same. know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. Um, you know, watching his game, I watched also Allen Iverson, just that time of, like, also Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, was, I was big on Derrick Rose and things like that. He was my guy. Um, as far as explosiveness, as far as dunking, as far as capabilities and all that type of stuff. And um, No Vince Carter mention? No, definitely Vince Carter. That's insane. No, nah, no, nah, definitely Vince Carter, but I'm just talking about the people that I kind of mm. grew up, you know, things like that. You he said dunking, so... Yeah, but no, I'm talking about like um, when people compare me as far oh. as dunking style, it was like more LeBron gotcha. kind of style. But I'm talking about just people that I just enjoy playing, like watching playing basketball and then like style and everything like that was more like, you know, Kobe and Derrick Rose and Allen Iverson and things like that. Even that time and era was like a great time in basketball. You the know, you're talking about early 2000s and things like that. It was just like crazy. You're talking about like the Shaq and, and, and Kobe combo. You're talking about the Tim Duncan and Ginobili. And um, um, my, uh, what was the other one? The uh, class of 96 was one of the best NBA classes ever. Yeah, it was one of the best. Yeah, Kobe yeah, yeah. came out in that class. Yeah, yeah. Wait, can you just try to like take it out and try to do it? Yeah, and, um, and so just to answer the question, I think when it comes to the like, you know, the competitiveness, yes, there's ego. There's a lot of that and stuff like that. There's always this like, there's a lot of like just arguments and just trash talking and just like you know there's times when the game came and finished because or start or even start because it's just like can we just get past this already and i'll just i'll be sitting on the on the ground on the concrete floors you know on the basketball courts and be like are y'all done are y'all done and things like that so it'd be a lot of that type of stuff going on but you know um, other than that like i do enjoy competing with you know other males and things like that, especially with my bros so okay. what's the challenges you faced like competing with women um, it's not much challenge. I don't know what to say. I haven't faced anybody that has challenged me yet. So, you know, until that happens, then I can talk my piece. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if y'all if want to see me in the court, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, 
you know, bring me a challenge and then I can speak on that. You know what I'm saying? So I'ma just show up. Yeah, I'll see you on Saturday. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see you on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? So um uh so the next question I would ask, right? Yeah, because I, I I don't don't think I forgot, Kara. I, I remember, I remember Saturday. Don't don't worry about it. Um, so the next thing I want to bring up is, do you think it's fair for trans women to compete in female sports and have you experienced competing against them? So anybody can chime in. Kiara? Uh, if I competed against them, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably have at this point, sure. But um, um, no, I do not think that it's fair. I'm, I'm not with it. Because, you know, that, yeah, no, I don't think it's fair. There was a, a, a transgender that was, was a diver or something and competed with the woman and did really good and won and then was competing with the men and not doing good. And it's so easy to have a lot of that. And I don't think that's fair. So. Right. I definitely. I agree. I feel like... um I don't really try to dive too much into the that area of things because it's so sensitive and you have to always watch everything that you're saying behind yeah. it. However, for me, like growing up, I don't believe like I'm not gonna tell y'all how old I am, but I grew up in an era where people were like, um, people were not transgender. People that wanted to be who were women that want to be boys, mm-hmm. they would Okay, so I don't want to offend nobody, but they call themselves dykes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So more so, like I have a, I one of my, one of our shout out Asia and <laughs> shout out to One Asia. She is one of our really close friends, and mm-hmm. she is gay, and mm-hmm. she always dressed like a boy. She, yeah. you know, her hair is real short and yeah. everything the way she carries herself. Yeah. But they were never boxed in and put labeled. They just were themselves, and we knew yeah. without words. Mm-hmm. Who they were and what they liked. Like yeah. I actually, a couple of my teammates were actually they like they were women who like mm-hmm. women. They were not transgender, but they mm-hmm. are part of that community. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I but I don't. I want to say like the thing is, society wants everything to be equal, and that's not equal. Mm. You can't be equal when you started somewhere. I feel like in a different body space, that's mm-hmm. not equal to us. Like taking things as like everything is changing, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, can we still have something for ourselves? Yeah. Um, and I'm speaking as a hundred percent woman, like, yeah. and it's no offense yeah. to trans people, like. Yeah. I, I don't see them any different than other people, but they are, they're not, it's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like, like what she was saying, the diver thing. I think I heard about that. Yeah. And it's just like, who's to say at any given point, you no longer want to be a woman. Yeah. And I, you. I, I was, I was in chime in and saying like, you know, cause there's, there's still the biological and other physical aspects about right. them that, that it's not completely you know, changed about them. Like, even though they go through all these hormones and different changes or whatever. Like Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. And they had like her that. do the ESPYs the year that she came to be transgender woman. Yeah. 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 She and won then, all and, those medals as a man. Won. Yeah. Right. And then. And she won that award for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, to tack on that, I think, like. <laughs> it's crazy. If they want to compete, I feel like they should have their own section. Have a trans woman at Olympics. I don't know whatever they want to call it. You know what I'm saying? And but not compete because 
there's a clear advantage and distinction when they do compete and then they, they over dominate the female sports industry and things like that. And it's so crazy because like when we talk about transitioning and trans women, right? I don't hear much about trans man or things like that in the other end. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see a fluctuation, but it's always a, a fluctuation more on the trans woman part trying to participate in female sports and things like that. So it's crazy how there's like a big difference in participation when it comes to trans men and trans women and um, the inclusion of that and stuff like that. So that's something that I thought about. And I'm thinking like, okay, like there's a reason why that. there's people still protesting. There's still people going against it. There's still people rallying to say like, okay, like, you know, this is not fair because there's people that these women or female athletes put time and time and time you know, to compete with their other peers or other um, uh, competitors and things of that nature. And I think that like, you know, um, there's also, there's going to be the, 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 like the Serena Williams of the world and whatever, that's just like clearly like just very skilled and talented and everything like that. But there's people that still train very hard to beat people like Serena or anybody in their respective fields and things like that. So, and then you have um, trans women included in that. It's just like, you already have a clear advantage just from a physicality, you could change all you want. And it's just like, you still have the bone structures of a man, of a, of a male and things like that. So um, that's the thing that you could do all these hormonal changes or whatever you can't play, but you still have the bone structure and physicality of a male. So that was my thoughts about that. And, and they also like, they have, who's to say like, why can they not have their own program? Because people exactly. that have people who are, um, People who are like physically incapable of like people who are in wheelchairs, they actually have like their own thing yeah. and things like that. So why can't they do that exactly. as well? You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. that just creates so much chaos. Like I feel like it's so chaotic. Like I never seen that like forecoming at all. Like mm -hmm. when I'm, this wasn't even a thought that I would have thought about like 10 years ago or mm -hmm. in high school or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts about it, Kiara? No, I just I just don't think it's fair either. And um, I mean, y'all saw Juana Man, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't look out too good, yeah. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but um, but yeah, like you said, I was thinking about the fact that it is more of like the trans woman, like a lot of talking problems with that more than like trans men like it's very seldom that i don't know that I, at least me i could just speak for myself that i hear about like a trans man trying to like a trans woman that now a woman that now changed trans to a man <laughs> <laughs> It's trans women is so somebody that a man that transfers into a woman yeah a woman that has changed into a man now. It's very seldom that we hear about them like trying to pretend to be a guy and go, and play in somebody. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Be a guy and go play in a football league or or play on a basketball team. Like you don't see that as much, but you yeah. do see more of the reverse. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm talking about. It's just like yeah, I don't hear too much. It's like. Um, there's a lot of issues, obviously, with like you know. Um, you know, women having to deal with their own problems and things like that, just 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 being a woman and just having to navigate in life. But then when you go into certain sectors, when especially when we talk, talk, talk about sports, then it's just like, okay, like I'm working hard, I'm competing, I'm doing this, 
Now, and it's not something like it's recent, but it's something that's been prolonged long enough to be like, okay, when can they, like you said, and like, I can, we could all agree to like have their own section where it's like, they can still compete with each other. It's not like I'm telling them don't compete. You know why they're not doing that, right? Why? Because then they're going to turn around and say people like Mew or me mm-hmm. are discriminating. Oh, yeah. The, um, yeah. It's, it's always the, a thing. The progressive kind of. Love I've never right. seen not any backlash behind anything that's involving like yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. Sort yeah. of say. That's why I don't speak on them because it's too sensitive. Yeah. And people get like, we don't even have gingerbread man anymore. It's a gingerbread person. Yeah. Like yeah. everything has to change to fit the needs of transgender people. And it's just like, there are still other people. Like there are still women. Like I even read, I want to say it was like five years ago about, mm-hmm. Um, them saying that they were trying to create technology for trans women to have children. And I was just like, that is absolutely not okay. Mm. Like, I don't agree with that at all. You can't even, I don't even know how, I thought none of these things would be physically possible, but enough hormones and things like that, that they're creating is insane. Like the technology and everything. It's like, yeah. Even when like, you know, I might, it can be a little bit off topic when you're talking about like, you know, BBL culture and everything like that. Just like the, the distinction of that is like, I can't even tell the difference. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's kind of like, the, same. like in the similar thing, but not like the same pretty much. But, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, to the next question. Why do you think pro athletes generally don't get paid as much as pro male athletes? The answer is within itself. Like, okay. They don't see women as the equal. Actually, I was told like people don't even go to the games. I looked up the salary. The, yep. I think they said the average salary of a like a, a woman, a pro athlete, is yeah. like half a million dollars. Yeah, there are men out there getting paid billions of dollars to play the same sport, and it's yeah. insane. I don't know. Like I said earlier, like I subconsciously felt as a child mm-hmm. playing basketball, I never, ever wanted to go to the WNBA. I never, ever really want to watch the WNBA. Yeah. The only thing that's pretty cool is the college um, yeah, sports. Yeah, the college is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And people do go crazy for college, women's women's college basketball. I have to say that. Yeah. Um, but they don't the get paid. But like Yeah. That. And it's yeah. just like you can make. You can make a half a million dollars doing something else other than playing basketball. Yeah. And it's just like, dang, it's really not worth it. When yeah. you play internationally, you get paid more money. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard too. Yeah. That's because those people value women in those other countries and sports and things yeah. like that. So yeah. I think the reason why I think it's just like an American thing, because in other countries, they it's different when you pay international. I would say it's just like because they're women but that's not true in other countries like you can go to madrid and play over there and they you're a freaking celebrity Mm -hmm. to them and come back to america and you nobody knows who you are Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. i have my thoughts but kiara what's what's your thoughts about it um before i say my piece i think that it's a, a mixture i think it's a little bit of that like women not being valued and even more than just in the league, just like honestly in the whole world, mm-hmm. like even from the viewer standpoint and the audience. Um, and I say that because the reason why they don't get paid the same, like, or what some people will argue is because the viewers is not the same as what the men bring to the table versus what the women bring to the table. Mm-hmm. However, 
they could be like the women be just as good or sometimes the games be just as exciting but i don't i don't know why women are just always like not as valued or seen as lesser i don't know all right so my thoughts about it is that um to just because I agree with the international, there's other ways that you could get paid and stuff. Um, the reason why I'll, I'll talk more about America. The reason why pro female athletes generally don't get paid as much as male athletes is because of the level of competition and entertainment. Right. You're talking about competition, entertainment, mercs, all that other stuff, accolades that come with this, that circumference the sport of male athletes and competition and um, the sports industry compared to the female athletes. They don't create enough revenue. They don't create enough bravery because the female sport is not as exciting as watching the male sport. That's just a fact. That's just a pure fact. Whether you have people who have feelings about it or not, it's not as entertaining. You know, you have people that's more athletic. They can dunk. They can do all these type of things. So that's why it generates more revenue on that side. And there's even there's some NBA players that try to compensate some of the WNBA players so they could get paid enough. But it wasn't enough because of the... The amount of uh, paid um, uh, differences, as far as like not being able to, to like compensate for everybody, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's not enough sponsorships. There's not enough nothing for them to be in, endorsed more, and that's why you see a lot of more empty seats. You don't see as much people go. And I'd say, like my opinion, I say if people gonna complain about just go to the sport, go to the games. Mm -hmm. If you go to the games, you create more revenue, you create more um, opportunities and things like that. But if that's not happening because you're not enjoying the sport as much as you go to the male side of the athlete. So you can't you can't complain, but it's not going to give you any good if you don't do the actions to create the revenue and things like that. Because it's not like me personally, I don't mind a WNBA. Let's do go for WNBA players, for example. I don't mind them getting paid more. I would like to them for them to get paid more. You know what I'm saying? Get the sponsorships, all that stuff. You know, the the the, the shoe deals, all that stuff. That but comes it's a domino it. effect, though. What? It, it all starts with like at the top so like coming okay. from ceo down to like you know the teams yeah and then also like the revenue if they don't sell tickets why are they going to turn around and pay these women a bunch of money no that's what i'm saying so, yeah. I'm, I'm so that's why i say it's domino effect like everything okay follows. yeah so I, I agree with you because that's what i'm saying like it if if things are not resulting if the outcomes are not resulting into that like domino effect as you said then they can't like sustain enough for like even um uh, uh, maintaining the WNBA, for example, because I think it's under the sub, sub, sub subsidiary of the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so there's still branches and levels that they have to work through to even get, you know, the enough revenue and things like that. But the, the overall thing is like customer, it's the people, it's the people that's, that tunes in when they're watching it, when they're going to the games. Um, it was crazy because even like, I think the last WNBA, the championship, um, when they had like the whole parade thing like that, when they had the finals going on, mm -hmm. um, they lowered the ticket prices. So that's why the, the places was filled up because they lowered the ticket prices. But that's smart. No, it's smart, right. that's but it's- smart. That's good marketing. It is good. But, but the thing is that that's what they had to do. But it's, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like an unfortunate, like, oh, we had to lower our price so we could just fill up the seats so it can make it more engaging and more entertaining, things like that. But they had to lower right. the price. Even the, um, the marathon, the, the, you know, when they do the celebration and they go through the, like, the kind of walk and whatever type of but stuff. But that, that happens that, I don't mean to like interrupt you, but no, that, that literally happens with anything. Like, yeah. um, even in the music industry, like, yes. I think I even read like, 
the baby can lie all he wants to, but his, <laughs> his tickets was flopping for yeah. real. That's so a good they example. was rolling That's a good like they yeah. will lower tickets so that yeah. they have so they can create revenue because yeah. like you know be like oh this person's canceled but um their tickets like twenty dollars like let's you know yeah. that's gonna people are gonna go to the show just to say they went to go see somebody they went to a concert they might yeah. like their music you know yeah. so I think it just goes hand in hand with everything it's yeah. unfortunate I, I think like with America is a very heavy capitalistic society so everything is like just money is so 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 um, money hungry yeah it's like it's, it's a lot of things a lot of different layers to it so that's why when when people say like oh like you know female they get underpaid and stuff no it's just like there's not enough support there's not enough people going to their games there's not just, enough support period yeah but there's just not enough people just um going and just even just watching and enjoying the sport itself you know what i'm saying can, so. can i just say i don't believe that it's just sports i think that um i think with almost a lot of things going mm -hmm. on in the world that yeah. I don't think society views women as equal to men in anything and nothing, not at work, okay. um, not, not in terms of compensation of anything. I haven't personally seen it where you're an equal, like, I remember like, um, coworkers asked me if I need help carrying something because you know, oh, you're a female. I got this. You know okay. what I'm saying? It's just like, you don't, but if I was a guy, you wouldn't say anything. And there's also like people in position of power. Like I remember taking a sociology class. Okay. I was so pissed when my professor said this, she was like, the reality of things is basically this. You have to be a middle-aged white or European man to be successful in this world. Yeah, professor? Which professor? Which um, this was a sociology or something? This was a sociology <laughs> okay. class I had and the professor said that okay. pretty much um statistics do tell you that um in order to be successful, um most people that are successful are middle aged European Caucasian men. Okay. Um and I was like so mad. I was like, I went to my psychology teacher. I'm like, this is what I learned in sociology. And like, ever since then, like I actually flunked the class cause like I couldn't even grasp that understanding. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand society not like I do now. Yeah. And it's just like, women are not viewed as equal. Like you mm -hmm. never like mm -hmm. hear like, I, I think even in on the top ten on ESPN, I never see women on there for nothing. Like, well, well, I, like, like I said, it's like it's who people gravitate more to. It's entertainment. It's things. People who, like I said, when it comes to sports, there's people males are more athletic. They're more entertaining to watch, so they're gonna put them in the top ten. Women are more entertaining to watch playing volleyball for a fact. That's true, and I think volleyball. Okay, I, think, I don't really watch volleyball, and I truly think that, and so I don't really watch it either. But I. In reality, women would be the people people would choose to watch that sport, I believe. But they say that's a woman's sport. Like, yeah. I don't believe in... I'm not saying... I, so I'm not saying that, like, there's not certain sports that women play that, that's not entertaining. I'm just specifically talking about WNBA. Yes, yes, that's so, true. But, but that's with a the fact. volleyball, like, I, I believe even tennis, even women's tennis is also as... I don't know it's as engaging, but it's also entertaining. It's so, way more entertaining than men. Yeah. So even there's times like that. So there's certain sports uh, depending on what you talk about. Right. Yeah, but right. when we're talking about like the specific specific topics about WMEA or any other sectors, then it's just like it deviates. So there is a spark when you're talking about like volleyball is a great example. Tennis is another great example and things like that where it's engaging. Like Serena Williams. Shout out to Serena Williams. Did she retire? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all both is right. Like it's yeah. most 
most women's sports are not viewed the same as men because they're not as entertaining. Yeah. And that's on all levels. Even to playing in, in middle school and high school, yeah. the boys right. had way more fans than we did. You know, like yeah. people were barely this is true. our games and stuff. So yeah. on all levels, you know, most of the time with sports, However, I, I also agree with America, like, in the in the general, like, out aboard in just sports, women are not as valued as men. And sports is included, but that one may be a little more justified, but just in general, women are not, not as valued. So that yeah. is the big reason why they are not paid as much, and they're not paid as much in more sectors than just sports. Well, well, well I want to going to tangent about that we could go we could even do a whole another topic about that and i'll i'll love to have you back for that topic as well as far as like discrimination at work and things like that um but let's like Ooh, let's, Lord. <laughs> let's stick to this topic because i have my, I got a lot to say I, I have my opinions on that that will probably like put some perspective in mind but like i said i don't invalidate your experiences when it comes to a workplace or any other thing like that but like i just want to stick to the topic right, right? so i want to close off with this um um Last question, right? So, who was your favorite athlete growing up, um, and how did they inspire, motivate you to play their respective sport? Ah. I want to do it in a positive light, so you know to close it off. You know, those who know me know what I'm already going to say. But okay, I said it already. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked Allen Iverson because. Mm -hmm. Um, I was probably like three, mm -hmm. um, when he's, he, he came to the NBA. Um, yeah. but, um, I read his book. Mm -hmm. I, I just kind of followed him throughout his journey. He mm -hmm. faced some pretty hard hardships and, mm -hmm. um, people have misunderstanding. Like he has a famous like, um, thing that he said, like practice, practice don't, yeah. people don't understand the meaning behind that. Yeah, he had actually lost a friend yeah. prior yep. to the, the practice. And yep. that's why he did not that. show up. Yep. Um, and he's somebody that like has persevered through a lot of yeah. hard things. Yeah. And um, that's why I was inspired to just like keep playing basketball. Cause there was a point when I was in high school, mm -hmm. I was a junior mm -hmm. and there was a, a white girl mm -hmm. um, who was like, I want to say she was probably in ninth grade mm -hmm. or yeah. And the assistant coach basically told me to my face that this girl had more playing time than me because she was better. That mm. was very false. Mm. Um, she got more playing time because of politics, politics, okay. depending on where you're at, they don't care what skill set you have. If you are like the daughter of somebody that they feel like is important. Right. Oh, okay, okay. So it was more so based on that. I never understood it. My dad, he never would come to my games and he knew why. And mm. I didn't understand so much because he's like, you know, no, I want to come to watch other people. Play. I want to see my daughter play. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, Alan Iverson like played like the biggest role into it. I've of course I grew up watching like Kobe, uh, Vince Kobe. Carter. Yeah. Like I changed my teams out many many times. Mellow, like I changed out my Mello, people. Mellow which one? Denver. Mello, Denver. Oh, okay. We're okay. talking about Mellow Denver with Chris Bird and okay. and and J.R. Yeah. Smith is one of my also favorites. Slept. I don't yes. know. Sometimes he be tripping, but <laughs> tying people, untying shoes and all that. He crazy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Alan Iverson, um, definitely, um, 
I feel like he's a warrior. Like I like if I met him, like I'd probably end up in the hospital, passed out or something like that. Like I really, really like I'm not gonna like scream, but like um You'd be shocked. Yeah, I'd be really shocked. I'd probably cry. Um because he like really, really, really like impacted your life. Yes, like I've read his books, I followed everything, like I know his birthday. I know yeah. everything. So yeah. not like, well, not like a stalker. <laughs> no, name, no, but I like, feel, I feel like joking. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> All right, um, Kara, what's who's your favorite player um, growing up? Um, well, I told you I didn't really watch. I don't. I mean, I watch a lot of basketball. Yeah. People have it on, but I don't really like pay attention. But I'm gonna go with my family, like mainly my dad and his two brothers mm. and my uncles, and I say that because like. They were they were really well known in Harlem and New York and stuff growing up and like they're all tall they're really good like basketball like runs in my family veins you like literally half my family played basketball my uncle played for the Knicks mm-hmm. Reggie Carter he unfortunately passed away like a few years after he got signed but it's like basketball is so in my veins and I owe it really to them I owe mm-hmm. it to them because they like got a lot of us started on it and like and it would be like the old school like cool smooth moves like my dad would always like bounce the ball over your head and somehow that shit go in like mm. they just would really embody that like back in the day like good playing and stuff mm-hmm. and they just really taught a lot of us like our foundation and I remember my dad like even hosting camps and we would be right there like playing working with the people like helping them and stuff so I guess they those three were really my favorite athletes. I mean, none of them like ended up being real famous for it, but yeah. they did inspire and motivate me. Hey, that's dope. And I already said my answer, like Kobe Bryant for me. Um, you know, just watching him play, um, even going through the comparison to Michael Jordan type of thing. Um, you know, having similar playing styles and everything like that. Even Kobe you know, being inspired by him and talking to him and like even them having to compete with each other and stuff like that when he was very young. Um, you know, I always enjoyed his like mentality, you know, even on and off court, you know, just him being a family man, a businessman. Um, he you know, hard. yeah, like he was just done, even speaking multiple languages. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's doing everything like, damn. <laughs> um, but I thought he was very incredible as far as like, you know, I don't like look, I don't like to often say I look up to people, but I just enjoy you know, the aspects of their life that they value, the value that they bring to other people. You know what I'm saying? Like the value he brings to basketball, to the sport, even internationally, you know, going across to other countries and things like that. You know, the respect that he has out there too. So it's just like, you know, I, I kind of like want to like build myself with my own brand with that kind of recognition of like, I don't want to be like paparazzi all over me type of no, mm-hmm. but I want to be known enough like, you know, I could I could go to a store and then come back safely. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. um you know, I think that like his his drive too, his ambition is like is like through the roof for me and things like that. So I definitely enjoy Kobe Bryant. You know, like I said again, you know, rest in peace to him. Um, a dose of reality. So this is like the reality check. You know, what I'm saying is the close out, the final piece. You know, what I'm saying like what's something that you learned within this conversation, or something that you want to share to the audience as far as like this conversation about uh, female athletes and competition. Um. So I didn't know, I guess, I didn't know there was such a heavy presence of like the transgender women in like the the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because I don't follow it. So mm-hmm. I guess do a little bit more research on it. I, I don't know if it's heavy on the WNBA. I mean, maybe just more like other sectors of sports. Maybe like I see more in UFC and like um, 
Well, okay, I got you. Like, yeah, like, you know, but yeah, but just to go along the lines, yeah. I think just in sports in general, like just their participation in trying to invade into sports and things like that. The way I see it is kind of like if you think that like it, like if women already don't have it easy, what would make it easier for a transgender woman? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's only like going to be harder. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it's only going to be more difficult because mm-hmm. it's not the same. You can't say... I'm a woman, I'm a woman, like, and transgender, you're a transgender woman. There is not, it's not the same. It's not the same. And I hate to like, I know like some, somebody like punching the air, me saying something like that, but I mean, that's the truth, you know? Um, So, but yeah, I'm going to be a little bit more in tune about it, you know, and see like, you know, if they could develop something that's, Mm -hmm useful for transgender people um i think that would be amazing um because they do deserve to play um participate in sports it just has to be in the right platform in the right place and Mm. it has to be done correctly yeah and what about you care any final thoughts nah shout out to my female ballers real ones no Mm-hmm. And don't sleep on us. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm going to see you Saturday. So, you know, you, you, you're talking a lot. I'm going to see you Saturday. So, you know. Don't sleep on us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this concludes um, this episode of the Black Bill Podcast. Um, I'd like to thank our special guest, Miracle, for dropping in. Um, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah let's bring some, some applause to that, you know. There you go. There you go. Thank you. That's some horns, you know. <laughs> That's some horn, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry for the technical difficulties, man. I know the camera keeps coming in off. I know, but you can still hear us. You know, I hope that you still be engaged. You know, I still have another camera angle just to capture all this moment. So you're going to you're going to get the clips. You know I what I'm saying? I have a question. Yeah. We'll, we'll have- How you get these? Like these oh, fake pills. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's on Amazon. You know, you know, just probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, black pill. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but what can they follow you? Um, can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's cool as fuck. It's um, a V instead of a U. Okay. Um, or on TikTok, it's the ri- oh shoot, oh it's the original miracle. Okay. Um, and yeah, it, it, it'll be it'll be in the description, yeah, description. and in the, in the YouTube. So make sure you follow, support her. Um, you know, tell us your thoughts and opinions about you know uh, female athletes and competition and things like that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at t h e o b i j a y d o b j. Where can they follow you, Kiara? You can follow me at Kiara Alia K I A R A underscore A L E Y I A. Hey, and all this just going with the flow, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you can you can follow the podcast at. Um, on Instagram and on TikTok at the Black Pill Podcast and also on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Press that notification bell so you get notified, you know, when we're dropping heat, mm-hmm. dropping videos, going live. And also sign up to our Patreon. Like I said, I'm going to announce something next week as far as like, you know, exclusively for Patreon members and things like that. And I'm excited to like embark in that journey as far as like, you know, uh, expanding on the Patreon members and things like that. So please sign up and, you know, you get exclusive access to our after-hour conversations where, like, things get spicier and juicier and more entertaining, more funnier, things like that. So sign up, you know, get exclusive access to that and also other perks that I will announce later next week. So stay tuned for that. This concludes this episode of the Black Pill Podcast. This is the Black Pill Squad. Signing out. Bye.